1: the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent
0: balls of summer fire. This Week, Doom 2021
1: in the year 2021 the pumpkin spice must flow
0: pumpkin cuz it's october because the um the pumpkin spice latte came to japanese starbucks for the first time this year oh okay <laughs> i haven't been in a starbucks since 2008
1: i'm i haven't been to all the junk food places in 2008 i'm so healthy man
0: no it's just, fucking time no it's just starbucks <laughs> too expensive yeah, I go I've, to a coffee machine. It's like 100 yen. I don't go to Starbucks if I just want coffee. Okay. I go to Starbucks if I want a big sugary monstrosity. Ah, okay. <laughs> I gave up on the big sugary monstrosities because I had to. <laughs> yeah, you know sugar is my weakness, right? Right, right, But like right. you say you only
1: have one vice. there's the two vice. For me, it's the sugar. Yeah. That's the real spice. That's the real melange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the wor- no, salt. It's salt, right? World trades in salt. Mm. Like in that movie, salt. Mm. No, that's not right at all. Okay, this is Matt. This is Luke. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Whoop, whoop. We're doing Dune. Yeah. Du. Dune Du this year. How fucking proud of himself was the graphic
1: designer who realized he could write Dune with the same curve four times? <laughs> he probably shat himself. Oh, definitely. He shat himself <laughs> and had a huge boner. <laughs> is that a win or a lose? If you get the kit, it's a win. <laughs> Um, and once again, it, we've got a very prestigious
0: film, so we've gone extra immature. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's yeah. I get Dune is one of the unfilmable books, which has already been filmed once and and TV series and, and TV, TV series. Applies. Right. And it's only unfilmable in terms of that it's very long. Yeah.
1: But it's it, not too wild in its imagery and stuff. At least not this one. Right. No, but I mean, if the book is not like, whack shit happens, you could never possibly film. Right. It's a little bit nonlinear in its time, but in a way that you could very easily show on film.
0: Like, I think we talked about the David Lynch one, like, basically being good in terms of having cool flashes of David Lynch and awesome effects and stuff. But as an adaptation of the book is probably a touch lacking. Especially as you don't understand what the fuck's going on unless you've read the book. Yeah, and then (laughs) the second half of the book is done in 15 minutes. Yeah. So that's an issue, which apparently is not going to be an issue with this film because it's only doing the first half of the book. Yes. uh, no, uh, yeah, we don't know either. where the colouring thing is
1: because me and Matt haven't watched it yet. Right, this right. Is, We're back to properly doing new releases where we go and see the film and record after the theatre. So, because you can do that again. Yeah. Yeah. You basically never couldn't here in Japan. That's <laughs> true. Apart from that, the films weren't coming out. That was the big problem. <laughs> we could have done a great Shin Godzilla episode if
0: we'd gone seen it in the theatre. Yeah, or just some anime that we like, <laughs> we didn't understand what they were saying and what was happening and, and. Me and Matt, like I keep saying, me and Matt, you went and saw the
1: third Evangelion movie the fourth Evangelion movie in a theater in Japanese. And we wouldn't have understood it in English. So like, we really didn't understand it. Was that the way was? Matty always falls asleep in films. Mm. So he woke up, he's like, I woke up and a dude was melting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen today. I've had that happening a little more as I become an old fart who mm. drinks too high. But <laughs> um, so this could, I might be like, this is the best thing ever. That's great if it is. But um, I'm still weirdly like not quite excited. Uh, I think it's just because we're out of the loop.
1: Mm. I should be excited because Dune is one of my all-time favorite books. I read the book last year. I loved it. I read know? the book. I've discovered that I read it every 10 years. Yeah. Because I read it when I was like 11 years old, sat in the corner of the school playground. <laughs> I read it right after I left home, and I've just reread it this week.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I think I read it about six, eight months ago. Recently enough that it's, it's fresh enough for me to, to roll. So but it, For me, it's always been one of those things. I love
1: that first book and i have never managed to get into the sequels.
0: And I was like, oh, of course there's several Frank Herbert ones, but I had the same thing where I read the first, um, like 20%, and and didn't hate it or anything like that. I just kind of like, I guess I was like finished with that world for a while. The first book is just very pure, very simple hero's journey stuff. Yeah. Then it
1: goes on to get really wild. (laughs) (laughs) Very start there, well, we'll I'm sure we'll get into this later, like fucking everything ripped off Dune. (laughs) <laughs> and Star Wars, at least, he didn't beat the Emperor at the end of the first Star Wars. Mm. So there was room to make two more sequels without going insane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um,
0: then after those, they decided to just repeat them instead of making anything insane. Well, we're trying to set up the uh, the the John Carter podcast now, right? Mm. Which has... That one is, even more than Dune, like started everything. Yeah. But one of the things with the movie is like, everyone's like, it's ripping everything off, but but it's... Everything ripped it off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it kind of, I mean, you know, visually, I guess, so. Mm. Uh, uh, Well,
1: having, I've only seen like the first couple trailers of this, um, it does look like it
0: has its own visual identity, but not necessarily a very colorful one or anything. Yeah, um, which the Lynch one is definitely super colorful for a desert planet. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, guess, this is the arrival director. Right, and I And did, I know your problem with that is that you thought the film was smart, but pretty boring visually. Well, I explained it as close encounters with all the color drained out. Right. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it rolls, but... but that can work with Dune, because it is meant to be. A, a dry, very bazard, a very, planet, yeah. yeah. but um, With splashes of color, which is what gives it its beauty, so as long as you get a little bit. But Lynch did add in that wild surrealism, so yes. I, I hope we at least get a uh, passing glance of that. Mm. So. I, th- I feel like it's going to try very hard to not do anything remotely like the Lynch one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We Here goes a car, a loud car, because we're recording outside of the theater in a concrete bunker, is it? Yeah, this, is, this looks like the set of a... a very generic
1: space opera, actually. <laughs> uh,
0: is it like a museum or yeah, a university uh, San, or something? Yeah, this is Santo Muse. I Well, I was supposed to play a concert here until COVID hit. Ah. <laughs> but I saw the Drymon exhibit here. I've seen a few concerts here. It's, it's a hip place. Okay. Nice sci-fi looking, so. Yeah. Okay, uh, so are those our expectations in the I, water? I really don't know what my expectations are. I just know that I love Dune, and if it captures it a bit, I'm probably going to love it. Yeah. And I guess I just want—I want to see a bit of a new visual um, vocabulary that you know blows, melts my brain a little bit.
1: See, i am very much not expecting that. Yeah. So I think I'm going to be less disappointed than you. I just want to see the characters done well and okay. take on Paul's journey. That'll do me.
0: I got the ticket in my pocket. Let's
1: roll it. I got take ticket in my wallet.
0: Tell all the kind people about your movie snacks? I am getting too old
1: to just not eat all day and then eat a big bag of candy and the popcorn <laughs> and a hot dog. I feel like
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did the movie make you feel like shit is a question though. No. no, it was pretty much exactly <laughs> what I expected. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is it good or bad? It's it's
1: good. Mm. But it's like, you know when we talk about hitchhikers? And oh. I was like, you know, it's good, but it turns out I already knew all the jokes. <laughs> it was equivalent to that, it's like, this is really good.
0: But obviously, it couldn't surprise me because I know everything that's happening. Like it certainly had more traction on the actual plot of the book. That's not. Nice. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they uh, got the water watery world is their homeworld. Caladan, yeah, yeah. They actually spend time there, which I don't. They,
1: they, I think they made a very deliberate point of showing you lots of water on Caladan. Oh, definitely. Just before they go to Dune, and there's like. I feel like they could have done a bit more just to show you how fucking thirsty everyone was.
0: Yeah. I was expecting to see some cracked lips and shit, you know. But. Yeah, I th- and I thought um, there's the uh, the decadent uh, garden in the, yeah, in the, and in the, the palace scenes, we the, don't see. The famous scene where um, the old tradition was that they would
1: wring out the rags and the beggars could collect it, and he's like, no, they can just have water. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like, despite the fact this covered a lot less of the book, we got to, like, the attack on the Atreides really quick. Yeah, 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 the book does take its time, I guess. I, I feel like even the Lynch one did. Yes, mm, you got, well... I'm sure you got more politicking and stuff, mm. but then that meant you got more action. Do you, <laughs> do you think this one made it clear what was going on? I understood. I, I don't know,
0: because I have read the book, right? Yeah. Very recently this time. But I feel like it did. Mm. Like, I think I recognize more dialogue in here as coming from the book than yeah, I, in the Lynch version. Yeah, definitely. The um so this one
1: got into something which I don't think the Lynch one did, and which I'd completely forgotten until I reread the
0: book last week. That the prophecies and shit were all deliberately planted by the Ben and Oh, okay. See, I'm coming from a place when we did the Lynch one, I had just read the book. Right. Right? So like I was like, Of course that's the case and we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, I I don't well we didn't
1: really talk about Dune that much when we did that as <laughs> <it's> the thing. <laughs> I don't think that came across in the Lynch one. Yeah, but I remember thinking like oh, I guess it's just there's all these different prophecies and they all add up to Paul. But it's like, no, there's just one prophecy. And the Bene Gesserit, like the book makes it clear, it's this uh, missionary Protectiva. Yeah, they the- just planted prophecies on every planet, so in case one of their agents gets
0: lost, they can just ham it up. Like, one, this movie makes it clear that Javier Bardem's um, dude whose name is every name is like yes yeah, still like that's an easy name okay anyway like is he, he's not even in the Lynch one except for like three shots right yeah 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 they filmed him but yeah he's they, the I remember the guy saying that they basically all of his dialogue was cut right yeah so um and this one is kind of like he's in now we do get the uh the the yeah. in, but um he's, he's he's like a noble sucker almost right yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's like kind of made clear like, you know, the guy was like, this is bullshit, and then got himself killed in a duel, you know, um, probably was a little bit right. Well, the duel, jewel, jewel, again, is part of the prophecy they planted and stuff. But, yeah.
1: I, I really like all the shit about Paul sees,
0: like, his own victory, and that's what he's trying to avoid. That st- I mean, that's a big part of the book, Like, because yeah. it's repeated over and over. Um, I don't remember seeing the... Uh, the Green and white banners waving in the, uh, in, the yeah. in the Lynch one. So, yeah, definitely. Well, again, of the section of the book that it has covered so
1: far, I think this did a tremendous job, right? Capturing the feel of it, the characters, the events. I think it did a really good job. It had a little bit of psychedelic color. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Again, like we said, it was the muted. second part is where the trippy bits would come. Right, right. So it
0: makes sense. I, now. The trippy bit I really did miss was the um, the navigators. Yeah, I, we didn't really get a good look at a worm or a navigator, but
1: maybe that's because they know those the wor- are money shots, right? Well, the worm we got just as
0: much of a look as we probably should have in this one.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like they, they probably feel the same about the navigators. I mean, they threw that shot in the end of, of the one person like riding a worm, like oh yeah, yeah. that happens one in the day. book. They see it right and like surely we didn't just see that, <laughs> and then it's way later. Paul understood it. So um, I don't know. I guess we should. Um, Actor-wise uh, should we, I guess we'll just do the actors And like drop the comparisons Because it's just yeah. going to be an- annoying If we just keep it. Well, yeah, comparing. we can't spend
1: this whole podcast Talking about the, the Lynch one The Lynch one is worth watching If you're a David Lynch fan I think as Dune This is pretty much the it Yeah Assuming they nail the second half Then yeah, I feel like this will be the Dune
0: movie Okay, the, the one comparison I do have to throw out Because it's your favourite actor Patrick Stewart, Josh Brolin Um <laughs> I guess Patrick Stewart edges out Josh Bolin, but we also have Jason Momoa here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah, he was a fantastic Duncan Idaho. So. I think,
1: yeah, the reason um, I can't judge Gurney yet, because we haven't seen him being jolly. Right. Yeah, we didn't see him play his ballast set at all. Yeah. It was like I, a throwaway line from Bull, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought he was going to be playing it as he, uh, but then it turned out to be someone else buying the bagpipe, so. Yeah, we, had, we only had badass Gurney. <laughs> G- we had him doing quotes. We haven't had him jamming on the guitar. So can we can we give him like a full song like Hobbit style in the second yes. one? Yes. Okay. Full <laughs> Return of the Jedi special edition musical number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he uh, to be fair, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, not the Hobbit, did a number of musical numbers and it worked. Mm. And, like, the bit where the dwarves sing solemnly in Hobbit works, it's just the musical
0: number in the kitchen that's really fucking dumb. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was in the theater like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. Anyway, dropping comparisons.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Paul, I guess, we should talk about first. He's your lead. Okay. Timothy um, Chalamet. More, I mean, I, don't, I he looks more age-appropriate. He's I, I, got that perfect look, which films have gotten really good at recently of casting these guys who can look like a kid or a man depending how they act Mm.
0: Tom Holland's good at that yes yes good point Um, so he was fine um, I mean up to this point in the book and this movie he's still kind of a passenger like Mm. the first I mean he starts to take agency by piloting through the dust storm takes a little more agency by uh, having his duel but uh, he doesn't really become like the dude until the second half of the book right and yeah I've, I've pro- I think I've got confidence this guy can do that. Yeah. He seems like a fucking, you know, actor with a capital A sort of actor. <laughs> <laughs> an actor with a capital A. Uh, you will address me as such always. Oh, you're an actor? That who's not with a capital A. I will kick you in the nuts now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha-chop! <laughs> you know an actor with a capital A says ha-chop when they kick a man in the nuts. Right. What's <laughs> <laughs> um, What's his chops? Oscar special.
0: Isaac oh yeah I he mean,
1: is the Ewan McGregor or the Harrison Ford
0: yeah he's it, the guy who's come out of Star Wars with his career intact and I mean I think, I think 80% of the people like going into this know that he's gonna bite it literally yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always surprised I think we overestimate how many people have read the books in these things do you th- yeah but maybe they saw the older movie I, I guess no I, one saw that fucking movie that uh, the mini series okay I guess nah. I guess a fair <laughs> amount okay maybe yeah, some I, think would... the, I think the majority of the audience are going into this is, it's the big new thing I hope nobody's like pissed off like Han Solo style then because that would be <laughs> lame um, I did notice the uh, I wondered if, uh, but I feel like even if you don't know it because you know it you know he's dying he, He's that? Yeah. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> I just, I thought that I wanted to be a pilot line. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember if that was in the book or not, but I was like, is that a Star Wars callback? Uh, I don't know if he says that line, but there is a lot of stuff about him being a good pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's true, but uh, I did kind of, he gives a cheeky grin when he says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I'm Poe. <laughs> <laughs> the best pilot in the fleet, man. <laughs> uh oh god our, our um, lady Jessica is played by because I remember seeing the name several times and noting it and now forgetting it so. yeah I was trying to start officially look that up before you mentioned it so we wouldn't look bad on the podcast Matt oh well <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember everything I mean we, we just walked out of the theater and you ate all that sugar so I think we're allowed yeah. to <laughs> I'm, I'm busted
1: <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson what's she in uh, I didn't recognize
0: her. So have you seen her in other stuff? I feel like I've seen her in something because I felt like I had some kind of a, a link on there. Okay,
1: Mission Impossible is probably what you know her from.
0: Yes, that's it. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are right. Okay, so <clears throat> he's also in um, Life, which isn't that supposed to be a pretty good space movie?
0: Uh oh, that's life. Not not the um Jim Carrey thing. No. Okay, I can't tell you then because okay. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but um. Like, I don't know, when I read the book, uh, Lady Jessica's a little more middle-aged, I guess, for some reason. Which, I honestly, she shouldn't be. I guess she really because should be Paul's about only 35. only meant to be 15, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess because she's Benny Jesser and is supposed to have had a lot of training and has become um, the Duke's concubine, right? I don't think she's... Because the books repeatedly make a point of her being beautiful. And people wanting their way with her and stuff. So, yeah. True, true. I just—I I think this is about the right age for her. I get, it is, it is. Just in my head read, I think I pun- probably had her at a 45, Well, right? they call her a witch and stuff, so I guess, yeah. Maybe that's why. A, a beautiful 45. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, you can be beautiful at 45. No, you can be. I'm just saying, like, um, she's obviously a little younger than that here. 1983. Is that her birth year? Yeah. So I'm right on the nose, more or less. Also that, when the last June came out, I think it's eighty four, but okay, about life, that's, yeah. that's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I I did like the voice better. It was still weird, right? But it yeah. it I liked how like if it didn't quite work, you'd hear like the proper voice and the weird echo, and if it worked I you'd... really liked when the
1: first time we heard Paul do it, where we don't even hear his real voice, and then we just hear the voice she hears in her own head. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a good realization of the voice. Yeah. It's better than just the give me the water
0: (laughs) yeah that was that was one of my like complaints on that one Um, I still like the idea that it's just strangely turning a phrase but that again it's not cinematic is it? maybe what I'd have done is I'd have had um, you don't hear anything and you just have subtitles they almost did that sometimes yeah that would have been a a cool move it was like Voldemort sounds or something yeah Yeah. so yeah I think they did a good job with that uh, we mentioned Javier Bardem and Stilgar a little bit But it's nice he's in the movie this time So uh, Yeah 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 uh, MJ Zendaya R- She's basically just in this one for eye candy I mean obviously she's going to have more to do in the next one They could not have her in this one mm. But yeah all of the meat of her role I bet she, she got a
1: tasty ass paycheck For like two weeks of filming on this film Yeah really <laughs> 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 But she's all over the marketing and stuff And Mm. like all the press junkets are her and Timothy Chalamet. But they actually share like a matter of minutes of screen time in this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got more to do in the next one. Yeah. Did they film this all together? No. No, they They, they, got it. This needs to do well for them to do number two. Really? Yeah, so we might be waiting a couple years. It seems like it's doing well so far. But yeah, if they haven't even green lighted it yet, then uh, that is. uh, Like this one says part one right there in the. It does, it does. I guess I kind of. I'm confident it is coming.
1: But it, that doesn't feel like that's how films get made
0: anymore. That could be a plus for this one because when Paul does lead the yeah, whatever it, it, there, there he is, yeah, there will be a time skip and the actors will actually have aged. Yeah, really like in this case, they are actually supposed to be several years older. Yeah. You know, like uh, the the daughter is now three or what—a a weird three—but yeah, 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 so it's got to be at least. Well, three. they're
1: gonna have to do some like flashing back though, because there's a but there is more stuff before the time skip.
0: Right. But yeah, I think yeah, I think another one made a little later can actually work really yeah, well. Yeah, I did expect this movie to actually go into the siege and end there. Um, I think I expected it to pretty much end after the duel. Mm. But I think the
1: duel does happen in the siege. Right. So oh, I, no, I don't know. I think it... They don't get quite get to the each, but yeah. I was.
0: I thought they'd go a
1: little bit more in this one. I, I feel like they
0: just had a climax, though, right? So any longer would have felt weird. Yeah. Also, my my walking out, I was like, well, maybe they're going to try and play it like Zion in The Matrix, where you don't see it at all in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then kind of like, you know, like, look at this in the second one. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the nice thing here is they should be able to stick their landing because they sh- can't screw up the plot, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't like the next Star Wars where it's like, what the fuck are they going to do?
1: <laughs> no, what I'm interested to see is can they do what the miniseries didn't do, what me reading couldn't do? Can they make the sequels work? Well, <laughs> like, they could definitely finish the first book, mm. but can they make it a franchise that runs through the series and stuff? Mm. I'm interested to see that. Don't hold your breath. It's going to take a while. Yep. But I'm going to enjoy part two, I think. We didn't talk
0: about just them. Was bad guys? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it worked well. Yeah, I mean my belch with you saying bad guys. Okay, Um, (laughs) the bad guys were fine too. But um, was Stefan? Stefan? Stefan Stiegard? Stellan St. Stellan? Stellan Skarsgård. There we go. I got like the
1: syllables, but like in the wrong order. (laughs) Yeah, I could barely say it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård. Just. Absolute scenery chomping villainy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Excellent. (laughs) I did kind of prefer the over. Now I'm doing comparisons again, but in a little bit, I did prefer the just like ridiculously abstract weirdo version in the Lynch version. You like it in terms of like Lynch. Okay, yeah. But he wasn't like this guy is like, I can't wait to see him get comeuppance kind of villain.
1: Yes. Right? Or they didn't to give you that in the
0: Lynch one. No. Well, he doesn't really get come up here so much either. Yeah. He gets um, screwed up, but... No, <laughs> but got, that's that's what I mean. I'm, you're waiting for the next book to see them fuck up the Harkonnens,
1: right? Yeah. Like, this did such a good job of making the Harkonnens bad guys.
0: It, yes, they were just... Although, they, they were weird guys in I the I don't understand before. why hair is outlawed on Gady Prime. <laughs> because they're... They've... Evolved in a slightly different way than other humans. Yeah, but it's so, but as a stylistic choice. How all do you make it sure that everyone knows who's who? They're all bald. They live in a planet that turns you into Nosferatu. Yeah, I
1: guess so. <laughs> there is a thing in the books about um, make sure you shave the Sadakar because they have they have like grotting wires hidden in their hair. So it might just be a
0: security thing. Everyone has to shave their head. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Alien Three, right? Yeah, I think that was lice in that case. But still, yeah. and then the alien. But other shaving your head won't help you against them. a xenomorph. But
1: one interesting thing: um, they only included one of the Duke's nephews, right? Because um, in the books, you have Raban, and then you have Ralph, who's the actual competent warrior one. Oh yes. Whereas now me. they've got Dave Batista playing Raban. Mm-hmm. So presumably they just they've they're not going to have the other nephew. Dave, and the final fight will just be with him. You, you, he's
0: fucking Batista. You, I was about to say, you just hire Dave Batista to beat Dave Batista. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what role it is. But like, yeah. You, <laughs> but like, fucking Spectre didn't even give his character a name. He just played Dave Batista. and <laughs> He had a fight with James Bond. Yeah, uh, well, so, almost the same here. He gets a name. Yeah. Um, when is when when do they have um, Sting in his Gladiator match? Which is not in the older movie. But I assume we're going to see. That, uh, so the Gladiator match is right. Would be.
1: Would my, if they're going to do it, would be the opening of the next book. Okay. But that's what I mean. That's movie. the other uh, Yeah, next movie. <laughs> that's the other nephew who I feel like they're cutting out. Mm. But maybe they're not, because they did do the whole thing of like, just telling him to squeeze the planet. Yeah. meant to be so that... Like he's love. about to
0: start doing a crap job.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so they would love the next nephew, right? So yeah. maybe they are going to bring that character in. They just don't want to cast him yet. That, you know, from a production
0: story point like, of view, it makes sense. Cause... The
1: point of having, oh, here's the other one who's actually a good warrior... He's up against Dave Batista on screen. Like. I
0: mean, they don't need to pay Oscar Isaac again, except for maybe you know likeness of.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason Momoa, they're gonna pay him again, except for likeness of. So they're good for those.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's a budget thing.
0: I think it's just. It's not You you want like A a fit young warrior guy You wait until you
1: need him Because he's going to be In shape in three years time Yes (laughs) So So I'm not really Going to squabble On that No I'm I'm just interested To see if they have That character Or if they feel They don't need him Mm. Because they've condensed it With But then I guess They need There's actually Not much Story In the second half Of the story So I feel like They've deliberately Moved a few plots To later Right I mean, I mean, there was none of the stuff about some of them suspect Jessica and stuff.
0: Yeah, so, and yeah. they plonked. Oh, yeah, that's a good point because it's it's the Doctor di- Hewer 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 mm. did it, right? But uh, yeah, he everyone went, assumes went, it yes. was Jessica. Yeah, okay, yeah. that that that's actually a pretty big part. of the so, part Yeah, I wonder there. if they
1: they have they are saving a bunch of plots just so that the next maybe wasn't
0: too. Maybe that's why Josh Josh Brolin's gurney, so you can follow him and have him get yeah. a little pissed off first. And because yeah, you don't really see what happened to him in this. Yeah, he just he's not on screen anymore. Yep. <laughs> Because he has a uh, a parent death, I think, in the book first, right? He gets captured. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the uh, you know the the nuts and wheels of movie making, I guess, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and casting crews. But yeah, Batista's great because he's Batista.
1: Stellan Skarsgård's great because just fucking chews up scenery. <laughs> um, all the See, other Harkonnen. Okay, so there's something my brother actually pointed out to me on the phone yesterday. Um, the Sodakar, or s- Sadaka, however you want to pronounce it this film loves telling you how badass they are but anytime they fight a named character they get wrecked (laughs) it's pretty much the same case in the book isn't it kind of but like in the book I don't think it's they get wrecked by Fremen and like people like Duncan hold their own but still die (laughs) <laughs> but here, he takes down, like, 16 before they can kill him.
0: I thought they were doing the Rogue One scene, the Darth Vader scene. Except mm-hmm. he gets killed. Yeah. But otherwise, it felt very, like, Darth Vader, Rogue One yeah, to
1: me. I, I don't... Don't get me wrong. It was fucking sick. <laughs> but <laughs> the idea of the Sadako the as these, like, ultimate warriors it d- did not come across
0: <laughs> um, I'll be again I'll be honest it didn't come across in the book either because they uh-huh. just ad- instantly had their asses handed to them in the book for the most part but o- only by Fremen and the whole point of the book was
1: the Fremen are the best because Arrakis is even more horrible <laughs> than their planet
0: yeah um, the, the thing that did kind of um, that I did want to see is um, just tonally I think it's because they have don't they they have what a party with a Harkonnen guest or something who's the guest at the party because it's the they have the party Drunken Idaho oh. shows up drunk as hell yeah. and then everything falls apart right yeah 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 so I kind of wanted that party in there but the party is where they just realize how much of the planet is like
1: they're still full of Harkonnen agents there's yeah. no actual Harkonnens but there's like the banking guy
0: oh he's clearly working for the Harkonnens So this other guy he's clearly working for the Harkonnens mostly we were robbed of like Drunk Idaho Yeah Which, uh, which is Jason Momoa Drunk as hell I want to see that That's, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. stuff I And mean, we got an Aquaman Right Yep <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it here
1: <laughs> But that's because that The purpose of that scene In the book Is that's when Jessica
0: finds out They suspect her Because I, I kind of feel they like cut that whole plot I feel like in this movie Jason Momoa actually Ironically is playing Poe Slightly <laughs> beefed up Yeah <laughs>
1: I think it's the first time I've ever seen Jason Momoa play a role where he keeps his shirt on for the whole film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I guess uh, it's good that he's not being objectified.
0: Yeah. I also noticed he was looking a little older. In the, very good. I'm not oh. criticizing him because I'm looking older, right? But he was definitely looking a little older. in Yeah, season. well, the first Game of Thrones was like 10 years ago now. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm from Stargate Atlantis, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Momoa. Yeah. So he's much older than that now. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a a monster movie? Mm -hmm.
1: It was the first half of a monster movie where you don't see the monster yet. Okay. (laughs) Are the worms monsters? No, the real monster is man. Yeah, they're monsters. They
0: fucking eat, like, cities and shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But they're all metaphysical, too, and stuff. Yeah. I guess they get more metaphysical in sequels, which neither was read, but... (laughs) I
1: swear I'll read... Godzilla gets pretty fucking metaphysical, dude. Hmm? If you if you watch and read The Right Godzillas He gets pretty fucking Metaphysical Okay, true <laughs> <laughs> um, It's the embodiment Of like Earth's reaction To mankind, man
0: Okay <laughs> Let's start with Still suits
1: um, I'll tell you what There is no Cooler aesthetic Than sci-fi body armor With a cloak Over the top Yeah And this film gives you Lots of Star that.
0: Wars knew that too
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but only In the animated ones And stuff Is where you see Like the Jedi With armor over
0: Under their cloak Okay, yeah Which but,
1: is a cool-ass look but well, oh, it, Boba Fett
0: it's the armor of their um, abilities yeah yeah no but okay. I mean the actual look of just yeah. cool armor
1: yeah but Boba Fett right <laughs> everyone loves Boba Fett despite the fact that he does fuck all in those films yeah because he's got cloak
0: over armor and that's cool they were pretty close to the still suits in 84 though they were just better fitting yeah because you can do that now with 3D printing and better yeah yeah you know- and still do like patches and pouches and stuff yeah but yeah I mean
1: the still suits pretty much they nailed it in the older movie and yeah they just showed it again yeah I guess like, they just looked much. a little more 80s in the yeah, in we'll the, the 80s, 80s it, right? one being made in the 80s <laughs> the um a lot of the battle armor and stuff looks very Power Rangers <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. There was there was, some real, there was something real Kamen Rider about all the battle scenes where they're all in these armored suits. See, I was going to say Kamen Rider because you say Power Rangers. I think yeah. of the, uh, the, you know, like um, spandex stuff. But yeah. you say Kamen Rider and I think a wonky. Yeah,
1: when, you know. I, when I say Power Rangers, I don't necessarily mean the actual TV shows. I mean the 90s movie or the more recent movie. Oh, okay. They try to make it look
0: cool, but it just looks like they're wearing like mobile karma. I, I guess folks in the West just don't know Kamen Rider, but it is a yeah. better shorthand if you know it. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, like, it did have a thing where when they had the uh, Harkonnen and um, Atreides kind of armies facing each other, everyone looked, like, the same. That's why they had to, like, color code them and shit. Well, they're them. barely color codes, like,
1: gray versus no, white. No, um, the Atreides <laughs> and everything, it was when it was the Fremen
0: fighting the Harkonnens. Mm. The Fremen are just gray. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little confusing. I mean, it's not that. It's just we're watching two masses of people kill each other. Yeah, It's right. not like Braveheart where you have to, like, follow the events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then scream things about freedom and get drawn and quartered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, it looked cool. It was just, uh, it was. oh, that does kind of look a bit... Did you not... And, have you not really seen The Arrival yet? No. Okay, the spaceships are pretty Arrival.
1: Um, I was going to say the space... when we did Hitchhikers, I was like, I want more spaceships like this. Just vague, abstract shapes. Because <laughs> it's space and you can do whatever you want. And this gave me that. Yeah. These are some... Trippy-ass spaceships. I was into it. I did like the... What were they? Star- Stargate? Star tubes? Well, th- those are, are, like, big-ass spaceships, but
0: yeah. But but they're... That's yeah, they just
1: belch out all the smaller ships. Yeah, that's what's... And like, you could see the previous jumping. destination through them.
0: Right, exactly. That was, yeah, that was that very, was very cool. cool. And especially when it had, like, the very large ships looking like fleas coming out of it. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. And, yeah, the the, the whole... This film nails the Dune thing. This is so far in the
1: future. You don't even... Don't even bother trying to understand the technology. 10,901. Like is shit. that it? 10,901? Yeah, but you don't even know what, where that year starts from, right? Sure. Is that 10,901 BC? Mm. It's just the year they give you, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry, what did you say before that? Uh, just like the, the sci-fi, is the spaceships and shit, it's just... There's no understanding it. It's not rocket ships and jet planes. It's just
0: stuff. It looks magical. Well, the one thing they really don't... <clears throat> They subtly reference it because he's always using a projector to mm. see his information. Oh, the but, whole no computers thing. Yeah, I, I, they didn't they, say it out they loud. They show but, you that they got the human mentats instead and stuff. Right. So they really didn't... I mean, no one ever said it, but mm. they did keep to that very well. There yeah. was no attempt to see, show you a minority report report. Yeah, yeah it's all dials and stuff on the ships and stuff. Yeah. 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 So I, I definitely like that. I mean, they could have... like Even a nice, in the book, it's just like a couple of lines. Yeah, but I do find that one of the more compelling aspects that, oh, yeah. this is a, a you know, they this is a the world. Uh, they've decided to just jettison all digital technology for some reason, which I think some later book... They, they imply that there's, there's some sort of Terminator event happened, but... Yeah.
1: I, I mean, it's clearly just, um, he wanted cool sword fights and human drama, and if you extrapolate sci-fi too far, it's all robots in space. You're yeah. just like, no, there aren't any. <coughs> he took oh, it-
0: I, I got a lot of respect for that. <laughs> he took it so far past that with all the the Benny stuff yeah, yeah, and uh yeah. you know I mean that's you know in, in, in the Mentats I mean it's, it's like a rival metaphysical groups of varying genders it's actually even more than Star Wars was a a fantasy set in space no I definitely got to the end I was like oh I'm watching a space opera even though yeah. they spend most of their time on a desert planet because yeah because uh, as Luke Skywalker wants to get on Tatooine as possible for the most part you kind of want to get off Tatooine as quick as possible in the Star Wars yeah. yeah, yeah. but uh, as Paul says on Arrakis note we're here to stay <laughs> well um I guess we'll start to shift that way Arrakis has
1: always very clearly been a metaphor for the Middle East
0: oh yeah which they own up the spice up a little, is oil right yeah the, the, the soundtrack buys that in this um, you know they they actually pay attention to the Fremen in this one which that is in the 84 that's the biggest really crime do... I think is that
1: it just it does not give you any Fremen
0: yeah culture in the 84 like. and now it's cool,
1: straight up like well this, the sequel the is going to be all Fremen all the time right yeah Doom 2 Fremen forever like
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, is that the working title I'll out to come up with a funny one but I couldn't that was kind <laughs> of funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> funny enough maybe Dune 2 Dune Harder I was going to say that Dune 2 Dooner (laughs) Hey y'all get a Dooner (laughs) There we go Winning title Made (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So something which I've Seen headlines And not clicked on yet And I really want to read up on more Because I definitely should Um, Dune is I think A very Muslim story And I don't know if that's In a good way or a bad way because Frank Herbert, I don't think, is any uh, any amount of a Muslim.
0: He wasn't in a particularly good p- position in the mid 1960s, and being a uh, yeah you know white dude in the states to really take that on. But but he at least like felt like maybe I should take that on because that I do think that's pretty apparent in the book. Yeah, like well they use the word jihad
1: a lot, <laughs> and um, it says the Fremen they moved to Arrakis from their uh, previous planet when they were attacked during Ramadan. Okay, there's yeah. a lot of very explicit Muslim Islamic references in the book
0: yeah you left it out this movie and the
1: old one, of course, but yeah <laughs> um, so I, I hope they do that stuff well and do it justice when we see more of the Fremen culture well,
0: yeah, because what, what what are the the location here said Jordan and Abu Dhabi, yeah. yeah, and then Caladan was all in like Norway and stuff right yeah, I, I did when I saw that. I was like, oh, so it's supposed to be like like the, the frozen kingdom was it, which has a name I'm forgetting. <laughs> Are you trying to remember? Arendelle? Yeah, that's actually it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I. I, got I thought I briefly had it confused with one from um, Dark Souls. No, I should have known Arundale. it, because a few years ago I got my, my daughter the Arendelle Castle Lego set. So it said yeah, Arendelle wasn't that on it. like
1: your daughter's movie that you had to watch a hundred times? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard the soundtrack a thousand times.
0: Oh, that too. <laughs> Everyone heard the soundtrack a thousand times. Yeah, all of my friends are subjected to it, whether they wanted it or not. <laughs> Uh, any more design before I hit a button? Because there, there is a fair... Okay, worms. We didn't talk about the worm. We talked about the worm a little bit. Yeah, we don't get that much of a look at them. We um, got a good look at its date. Yeah, I, I liked the
1: very thin... Well, the teeth made sense that they would become the Chris knives. More like,
0: yeah, they're more like filaments, right? Yeah, well,
1: because that makes sense how these worms live. is filamenting right. shit out of the sand. So, yes. Yeah. They're S- like spice, poisonous. spice.
0: No, they produce the spice. Don't oh yeah, they produced the spice. Sorry, I was <laughs> trying to—I was just trying to correct your shit, man. Yeah, but no, they—the the, the, the spice is their shit.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you were correcting me, okay, in a roundabout way. And um, we got to see the little mouse. Oh yeah. A lot.
0: Yeah. Because that one's lot,
1: actually set enough that it, you know it's meant to be relevant. Yes. Because obviously it will become very relevant in the next film. <laughs> They're seeding you, man. Yeah, the book does the whole thing of you're constantly hearing quotes about his future self before it happens. Right. Which this one... The book actually... The one thing big complaint I'd have about the book tells you everything that's going to happen before it happens in a way that kind of robs a lot of it of drama. So the writer is giving you
0: spoilers. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Which this one avoids. So, like, if you haven't read the books, I think this is probably a more thrilling version of the story. (laughs) Um, But it means that, like... We never saw him, in any of his visions, use the name Usul or Muad'Dib. That is true. Um, so uh, that's an interesting choice to completely save that for the second half. Mm. Oh, that's what the sequel sequel's actually going to be called. Dune to <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Muad'Dib. That's probably what it's going to be called. Do you think so? Because the books are Arrakis, Muad'Dib, Prophet. Ah, okay. Dune. So it's either going to be Dune... It's either going to be Muad'Dib or Prophet. Are we assuming that they're going to finish this in part two then? They're gonna finish the first book in part two. Yeah, I mean they need to. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. There's not enough story for them not to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Hobbit again clearly didn't (laughs) understand that. (laughs) But you could tell from the first one, the Hobbit was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it is a well-paced movie. I actually felt like it chewed through that running time. Oh yeah. Um I think at the very it, it was getting near the end, I only wanted to check the clock to be like, Oh, is this the climax there they're are quite gonna a go? Few in? Where I was like, This must be the end and we're not that far into the story. And then like an hour later I'm like, we oh, must be the end. <laughs> so the music told you the end by yeah. leaps and bounds. Like if nothing else this had the most like we're doing climactic music right oh, and then now, like ever. Some turns to the camera and says to the audience, This is only the beginning. <laughs> and then you know, Oh, that's the end of
1: the movie. Okay, yeah. gotcha. <laughs>
0: You had thing to say, things to say, we, we were talking about actors and fun Hollywood stories when we did 84 Dune, but you, you had things to say. Yeah, um, Dune
1: is like all of modern sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Star Wars is Dune, and everything that ripped off Star Wars is kind of Dune. Yeah. Like, all of this shit is Dune. <laughs> How about Trek, then? Oh, Trek is the this kind of
0: like okay. epic sci-fi. Okay, just I'm just you're saying all the sci-fi. And yeah, I was trying to think of the right word. I mean, for Trek's it. pretty contemporaneous too, in its own space seed, so to speak. Oh, so,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Trek is very. Um, uh, Dune is all soft
0: sci-fi. Of the Joseph Campbell, you know, like because Star Trek is hard sci-fi, right. science. Well, whereas it this is yeah tries to be most of the time. <laughs> 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 I can give you some very examples where it's not, but. I don't know, I think I do think of Dune as hard sci-fi, but maybe that's because I think too much about metaphysics.
1: Yeah, but it's it's meant to be a human drama at large. Okay, it's
0: the opposite of Asimov just, where they're trying to give you all the little human dilemmas and in yeah. uh, Dune, right? Whereas Foundation in particular is just focusing on the nuts and bolts. Right, yeah.
1: This this is a story of dukes and emperors and barons and political intrigue and sword fighting.
0: Yeah, it's like Beowulf with, or something, right? Yeah.
1: Just with space as <laughs> the same.
0: Yeah. But Okay, maybe it's just the way I still... Why do I still think of it as hard sci-fi?
1: Because it doesn't have actually actual magic like Star Wars does. It comes right... Benny Jesuit stuff, the voice, is pretty close. Yeah, but it, it doesn't... Because there's no The Force. And the books, it the kind voice. of does have a The Force. Mm. But The Force is just like the human being right the will of the the entire species
0: is always. Well, being well Star Wars through. tried to make it that and then JJ mm-hmm. kicked in the dick
1: well Star Wars made it that in quite a um the original films it's like that yeah and then it's they try and fucking um chlorian it and shit <laughs> and then they truck in they have this stupid I mean Rise of Skywalker doesn't count but yeah the idea of like cause what Paul is fighting against is the fact that Human nature is trying to act itself through it. Mm. Um, one thing I do remember from the sequels is that his big dilemma in the next book is that he's realized that because he is so aware of the future, he's lost his free will. Right. And that's what... he's. This book, he's... Like I said, the great thing is what he's fighting is his victory.
0: He doesn't want to lead this jihad across the stars. That's why he's so disturbed by his dreams, though, right? Yeah. I mean, even this in this first half, he's still... In the first book, he's still... So disturbed by his dreams, you know, because of that, right? It's but then, not...
1: when you get to the second half, a lot of his problem was like, I'm. my problem is that I can't see the future well enough. Mm. And then, yeah, it turns out that actually it is a curse. <laughs> because, yeah, I think the reason, like I was saying it like it was a bad thing, the reason the book sets up so many things before they happen is because that is like the
0: trap that Paul is falling into. He's just playing out his destiny. I guess one thing is, you know, like the first book, and I guess the two movies, Basically, they complete the Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey narrative, yes. right? Well, so that, where do you go why after I'm that?
1: Worried. That's why I feel like the sequels never grabbed me the same way when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. Because a fucking Hero's Journey, when it's your first time probably getting into one and you're 11 years old, is the fucking business, <laughs> right? But then a bunch of weird metaphysical shit afterwards is not the same. Yeah. So maybe I'm ready for that now. I need to find out. i maybe mm. I need to wait another 10 years or 10 years after that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm just yeah, because it's like you know they lived happily ever after, or we make a sequel that's exactly like the first. It's it's just <laughs> the same hero's journey, you know. Let's revisit and feel good about you know Men in Black style.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or oh, Force Awakens style. Yes.
1: <laughs> let's just let's just say we've gone straight back to where we were and not explain why. <laughs> <laughs> they could set the sequel just on another planet and now Paul is the villain, but. I don't think they were
0: ready to do that yet yeah Dune certainly has a lot more latitude for it because it's, it's not like there's an evil empire there's just corrupt systems you know Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the emperor sucks who we don't see in this movie mm. um, I think we did see him in the Lynch one like early on yeah, yeah, the oh, yeah in scene. the books
1: you see scenes with him early on
0: yeah yeah and then of course the uh, empress writing her memoirs
1: how much
0: how great would it be if they cast Ian McShane
1: <laughs> he's just playing Palpatine <laughs> 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 And they bring back Oscar Isaacs just so we can say somehow <laughs> Palpatine returned. <laughs> He'd be the narrator for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd only announce it in Fortnite. <laughs> she already has Dune skins.
0: Yeah, what skins can you play on Dune Fortnite? Paul and, Zen- um, Paul and Zoe? Ch- Charlie. Right. Jenny? Jenny. Zoe. Who's Zoe? The actress. Was it Zoe? Zendaya. Zen- oh, I got it wrong. I heard Yeah, it wrong. that's why I wanted because yeah, that's
1: you were just saying a normal name. You can't just be that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's, I, she's like a, a one name actress. So cool she is.
0: Okay. Un- unfortunately, I see her and I'm just like, MJ. oh, because I, I heard you say a first and last name earlier. That's so why. But in the credits, yes, I get what you're saying. No. But I'm she like, does, I don't know her last name. Okay.
1: Her name is just Zendaya. Uh. Okay. Oh, th- yeah. This is this isn't his mum.
0: Right. Right. No, no. 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 I know. I'm. Name? I'm just saying. For she's like MJ. I see her. Yeah. I think MJ. Right. 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 Which is, because that's her... I mean, hopefully, now she's also, you know, yeah. shiny, So, <laughs> more so in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and any more bones in your craw? I just, it seems like you're like, I have things to say about this.
1: I just really like Dune, but I feel like I said it all throughout the movie. Yeah. I think it the same thing. <laughs> do you want to
0: see the future? God, no. Hmm. I just want to know... Here, here's what's better than knowing the future... Knowing accurately where you are at the present. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people don't. Just self awareness is the thing. Right. If you're self aware, the future doesn't matter because you're just going to play it, you know, the best way you can, right? It, it, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't really affect outside events. I mean, that's part of Paul's curse. He feels like I can change things outside of me when you really can't. Mm. And so, if you know the future, like I can change that, but you can't because you can only change what you're doing. I mean, in his case, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be leading a jihad across the desert, but... Yeah. I mean...
1: Okay. Uh, across the galaxy is the thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But he, he does... not want to lead one across the desert. I, I mean, I don't... I don't, Yeah, I guess... Yeah, that is the thing. It's, it's not like, like those bald cunts. Yeah. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's take the word jihad, I'll just... To, to make this law more universal So uh, I think we left it 15 minutes into the algorithm Before we dropped the word jihad 20
1: times so. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the book people Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the way we keep saying it But <laughs> When the algorithm, podcast algorithm is listening
0: to us And we just say jihad 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 <laughs> there, there they're going to get that bit there Okay so if you're leading You know you're going to lead a violent war But it should be a righteous war Are you willing to be the leader of that war? because you've got blood on your hands and maybe, maybe, maybe oh, you saw the future so you can be pretty sure it is righteous blood on your hands but it's still blood on your hands I, I like to think of myself as
1: entirely pacifistic and against war oh well, yeah but you know I've never had
0: the Nazis at my door mm, you've never led an intergalactic revolution yeah well that's the thing I am I'm very pro-revolution <laughs> but I, I want to find the least violent way which he does kind of do. So you say you want a revolution then, Count Me In or Count Me Out? Oh, Count Me In. Out. Sorry, that's a Beatles reference. Okay. <laughs> 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 the one version of the song, they didn't know what to do, if they should sing Count Me In or Count Me Out, so they just did both in the same song. Nice. There's an echo of <laughs> uh, the other one. <laughs> Which... That's an echo of, of your your id or your superego or something, you know, so. I think everyone in the
1: Beatles was Revolution Count Me In, right? <laughs> as long as the revolution was just sitting in bed with your wife.
0: That's that's Lennon. I know. I don't think McCartney did that. My revolution is to make vegetarian sausages with my wife. I bet Ringo did some things that no one have ever heard about. Oh, there's a reason that he was the only voice left on S-
1: Sodor Island. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, Harrison committed all those war crimes in the, South America. So. Yeah. Did the algorithm, catch, the algorithm catch that? No, but um, this podcast is a direct threat to the life of the president of the USA. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it the real president, Trump, or is that faker Biden? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's his false White House that he's got in a fucking vault in Area 51 or whatever. <laughs> I hope Trump built, like, a replica of the White House he somewhere. He basically did, man. Have you seen, like, every public appearance he's made of a webcam recently? He's in his own little fake oval office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't seen it. I've heard them, oh, okay. them dunked on in podcasts. <laughs> Quick question. Is the democratic model sustainable? Are human beings just naturally inclined to follow, like, leaders? To separate society like that into cast?
0: Okay, that brings us down to centralized things versus uncentralizing. things. So, mm. what if what, there's a giant bug from the great beyond that is trying to, you know, keep things as centralized as possible? But we actually do better when we have leaders, but in smaller pockets. That, that, you, that quickly runs the risk of our, um, you know, survivalists with a bunch of guns, but if done well... And by people who have good intentions and, well, who... People who don't want to pick up a gun. Because even in democratic
1: systems, like Japan is a great example of... It's still run by these families. No, and say Like the, parties, the last
0: prime minister, his dad was prime minister, and his dad was prime minister. Yeah, America is our problem, or well, <laughs> yeah, right? a problem. Well, yeah, It's called a problem. The same political party has basically been in control since the end of World War II. Yeah. In Japan. Mm. Uh, so. <laughs> but in America, it's like
1: the two-state system. And how much say does the man on the street have in who is the next leader of those
0: two parties? I mean, how much of an anarchist should we be? How much should we be like, hey, we don't really need a government to govern us, uh, you know? Right. I guess there, there's some pricks out there. That's a the problem, but... But Dune
1: suggests that, you know, if we go to the future, we're just going to be back to dukes and barons, and, <laughs> you know, please, please give me rules, Daddy. Well, like you said, it's human nature seeping through. Yeah, well, um, a lot of people... Or is in... it not? Well, is... that's the question. I really don't know, because... The last few years in America and the U.K. have not made me
0: confident in democracy. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, you just mentioned Japan, same party forever, but the way people actually think of Japan is quite compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. You know, a neighborhood is a neighborhood, and people make neighborhood decisions well, uh, for yeah, the neighborhood. The, the individual prefectures are actually much more independent in Japan.
1: They're almost like the U.S. states. Yeah. Uh, that, well, like, during a lot of the COVID stuff, the government couldn't really make rules <laughs> they could declare a state of emergency and then it was up to the individual prefectures what
0: they actually do with that information and especially in the media it's been up in the air did Japan do it right Japan do it wrong but it seems to be veering on the side of right it's the weird thing Olympics the aside the government didn't necessarily do things right but people here naturally did well, that's things point. well right On that's small right. scale people did it mm. right you know when uh, we had the 2011 uh, quake people didn't riot they were helping each other yeah because they were in their communities they know a lot of these people because I know in the states you don't know your neighbors mm. Um, I I don't know my neighbors that well in Japan, but that's because my Japanese sucks, and the rest of my family is uh, you know my my father-in-law is always at like you know community meetings. Hmm.
1: But then yeah, in Japan people are very willing to just this guy's in charge, I'm do what he says. That's also true, but whereas yeah, a big know, problem of the last like two years, especially in the UK and the US, is this guy's in charge,
0: I don't want to do what he says. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like in Japan, like they have their national government, but it's, mo- like, it's mostly giving strong advice. Oh yeah, most people don't give a shit about the national government. Yeah. That's why the party is state of power, because people
1: don't really care. <laughs> like, they, they they keep things ticking along well enough, most people are happy enough. I
0: mean, it's in the constitution, we're not going to war with anyone, so yeah, just, you know... the
1: main thing to stress about, I guess. Keep the
0: other countries happy, do some economic stuff with other countries, and Bend make that rule about the war is pretty fucking far. <laughs> they stretch it yes like both. they just had their biggest uh, land military exercise for the last 30 years but <laughs> I mean I'm not saying things don't change and well maybe that's what you're saying do things eventually change back into the barons but uh. I was listening to a lot of the like the mad conspiracy people online they
1: complain about like Joe Joe Biden and this and Justin Trudeau that and then they rally behind someone who claims to be like I'm actually the real queen of England it's, like <laughs> These people
0: just want monarchs back? Like Who's the real the Queen of England?
1: Oh, some mad bitch on the internet. I can't remember her name. Okay. Is that because the Germans took over? But the real Queen of England is um, Boudica, Boudicca, but she was fucking hung drawn and quartered or whatever by the Romans, so. mm. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, yeah. You know, I had a real crush on Boudicca when I was a kid. Yeah, why? She seemed hot. She like fought off the Romans and stuff. Yeah. There was a, a nice picture of her with a top off in one of the textbooks. That was, it was a like, drawing?
0: Yeah. They, they don't teach they don't us about that in the
1: States. Photographs of Boudicca. You're teaching me now. <laughs> you don't know who Boudicca was? No, they didn't teach us that
0: shit. Oh, she was like, um, like a Celtic warrior queen who fought off the Romans and stuff. Yeah, it kind of worked out what you're getting at, but yeah. yeah. No, no, they don't teach us that. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, she's a bad bitch. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> they used to teach about Joan of Arc, who, you know, almost seemed like one until she.
1: Yeah. I'm not I to say how to had one. Didn't she die at like fifteen?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm talking about when I was like eight, so I guess it would be okay. But yeah. Right,
0: right, right, right. Back to Star Wars. That's your. No, Buddha was a full-bodied one. <laughs> I just kept hearing Buddha. That's all.
1: <laughs> Weighty
0: breasts. <laughs> Weighty Celtic breasts. <laughs> the kind they'd replicate in stone circles. <laughs> Radio, okay (laughs) so we can recommend this movie then oh hell yeah yeah (laughs)
1: like if you if you've read the book then yeah you're gonna go in and get a great adaptation of the book if you haven't read the book you shouldn't have listened to this
0: (laughs) but (laughs) check it out man it's dope as hell again six year old spoilers deal with it yeah why are you listening why didn't you turn it off like 30 minutes ago I assume that no one has done that but if you did sorry but the person who did I'm talking (laughs) to you idiot
1: (laughs) This podcast is also a direct threat to you. for <laughs> coming for you. We're going to take a jihad right to your house.
0: <laughs> should we read in the podcast that jihad <laughs> in your ears? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs>
1: I, need, I definitely should go and read all these articles to make sure I'm not G-hard. saying a bunch of really dumb, like bad shit. <laughs> I definitely need to go and read a bunch of articles to make sure I'm not saying a bunch of bad shit. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, pro- you probably did. <laughs> we were definitely playing with the you. algorithms, I guess. So. Um, cancel me cowards <laughs> Any, anywhere else for algorithms to go then
1: um, yeah well there's no algorithms in the gene universe but if you've got like a human biological algorithm direct your fingers to uh, at MLSFS pod on Twitter if you want to follow this podcast get in touch with us say hi request a film whatever no one ever does that but you can uh, make it sure can you follow on Apple podcasts and stuff Make sure you like and subscribe, rate and review, blah, 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 blah. Um, You can listen to my other podcasts, just find Monster Mash, a podcast about Monster Hunter, or Luke Love's Pokemon, podcast about Pokemon. You can find Matt's podcast, Oral Hygiene, about educational films, experimental films, and weird documentaries. And soon you'll be able to catch his other podcasts. Ooh, secret. Um, And if you want to help keep these podcasts online, you can send us a dollar a month by going to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. Mad money, yo! And if you like the music you heard in this podcast, you can hear more of Matt's music at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. And he was going to forget to plug that, even though he's just put out an album. Almost.
0: um, November 11th, so this podcast is first. So November 11th, folks. Hmm. Hmm. An album in remembrance. Of the music I made. Of
1: Pocky Day. <laughs>